0: Welcome back to the Mind of Monty podcast with your co-hosts, Monty G and I, Mo. Um, We are here finally for our Saturday show. Um, Basically, this week in wrestling, um, we're going to update you or, you know, just give our thoughts and opinions on everything that happened this week in wrestling. So from... Storylines to pay-per-view predictions, um, title
1: changes in some cases,
0: title changes, weird pay-per-view like shows that are not pay-per-views, but are treated as such, all of it will be discussed here and now. So let's get started with um, Monday Night Raw, since it's technically, technically the first thing that happens this week. Um we're going to we're going to jump right into this, I guess. Uh Charlotte and Lacey and well, you can't say Charlotte and Lacey without saying Ric Flair somewhere in there. Um Monty, what are your thoughts about
1: it? Well, uh to give a little background, I guess to what's been going on if you haven't been paying attention over uh, the last few weeks, you know, they've been obviously, you know, since Legends Night really. Uh mm. Been using Ric Flair now, I think, two, three shows in a row now. And uh, he's uh, all of a sudden more involved in Charlotte's career at one point and then not anymore. And, you know, uh, that part kind of, not necessarily went viral, but I think uh, his botch <laughs> uh, would, uh, or seemed, looked like a botch to us because it didn't just, it didn't look right, obviously. It didn't go as planned because it, it was obvious that he was screwing Charlotte. Uh, over in that first match. And then, you know, the next time he just comes out and blatantly does it, and we get Lacey in the road. A lot of things have happened over time. And also, they have also implied uh, that Lacey is doing what she do best, carrying favors from Rick. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. And a lot of people are like, ew. And I don't really have too much of an opinion about that part because you just, you really either are very immature or you don't you're a kid or you don't know the business. If you're taking it so seriously, the way you really care that Lacey's married and real, like oh my god, you, the comments on the, by the way, the comments on the female wrestlers post about certain, especially storyline type thing, is very very unsettling, and I would like to make sure that some of you people out there are okay. <laughs> like wow, like it's it's it, come on man, it's gimmicked. You don't have to act, you don't have to go snitch to Rick's wife. You don't have to go find Lacey's husband. They didn't even do anything. Okay. She's in, impl- they've been plied a lot. They did basically the triple H Stephanie segment. I thought that was a nice little nod to back in the day, but it's no big deal. So anybody who has a, a problem with that part of the story, I, you know, I don't get it. We obviously know what's going on. Even Rick Charlotte has said it multiple occasions, you know, she's doing this to make an impact on at, at her. So, uh, either way it goes, uh, I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know where we're going with a lot of things that are going on right now. I think I think one as far as the main roster goes, I'm gonna have a lot of the same to say. I want to know how far some of these things some of these things are going to go. But I think it's interesting uh, television. I think Lacey, by the way, is doing a great job. I think your character work and playing that character nobody has done it better. Uh, in that, in that role, like she's authentic as hell to me. Like she remind me of some sassy southern women <laughs> that I have met in my day or seen. So, uh, she does she does a good job. But yeah, that's my thoughts on that angle.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's completely hilarious to just watch their interactions backstage, and um, Charlotte just looks disappointed every time I see her. She just looks so disappointed in Rick. She like. But dad. then at the,
1: time, at the same time, she say stuff like "I know my dad," so
0: and she knows he's a he's a two timing jet flying limousine. Two timing, two timing.
1: I don't think he claimed that one. He but never did. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm adding that one in. I'm adding that one in. Uh, yeah, Dajer Bros had his uh, his experience with women, multiple women, and she's known them. So Charlotte is not new to this. She basically acknowledged it on television. But again, not. Besides that point, you know, I don't mind it because, like I've been saying, if it's one thing that New Japan, AEW, and some of these other companies have over WWE is the treatment of some of their legendary figures. So I'm happy with the involvement of Rick. Uh, I just would, li- I also would like them to not disrespect Rick every week. Uh, you know, they don't have to remind us that he's a shell of who he used to be. All right, what's your, what, what kind of kick? Are you guys getting out of reminding Rick daily that he's a, that he's not a what he man. used to be? I don't understand it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. I don't know, you know, uh, with somebody like Ric Flair on the uh rope, they can really take this a long way. But angles don't go that long anymore. It don't feel like like yeah, angles used anything. to have such a, sh- a lengthy shelf life. Where like for example, I could predict, ooh, Lacey and Ric Flair. Cheating their way to Lacey's first title reign later down. I can't. I can't look that far ahead because nothing they ever book right now or in the present is ever that far ahead.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, also, it seems like the superstars have been leaning a lot on their social media in order to keep angles alive or to progress storylines. Uh, case in point is the interaction between Kofi Kingston and Mustafa Ali.
1: To be fair. Everything Mustafa has said has been on Mustafa? television. Everything he said has been on television. He Everything. he
0: replied first on the, on the Twitters. Of
1: course, but they have taken, apparently they've done so well, or they've been great enough promos where they've taken every one of them and put them on television. Now, Kofi has not been uh, as lucky. I don't know if he's replied that I reposted on Twitter and absolutely loved, uh, which, by the way, you're right. They're not the only ones. A lot of people are doing that now. Uh, I think Nikki Cross had one. I've seen, obviously, Shinsuke recently. So, a uh, lot, of, lot of great promo work being done. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the more hilarious ones, uh, not hilarious, but only hilarious because it looked forced, and it's not their fault. Of course, they all making the best of what they can do. But when Drew McIntyre was out with COVID, seeing him do his little phone promo, uh, and them, them putting that on television, we all know it was mandatory phone promos. Can't lie, great seeing Kevin on, doing a phone promo from his car, man. Technology, man, we're getting there. We're gonna be doing it. next thing you know, people won't even ever even have to go to the arena to have matches. I don't know, that's how futuristic we're <laughs> getting at this point. Or I'm just very old. Anyway, um, uh,
0: before before we get there, just some just some background background. So Kofi got his jaw broken by the Hurt business, actually, um, but you know. WWE loves continuity, so...
1: But, no, Ali just really took pleasure. I don't even know if WWE had anything to do with this. Ali, As soon as he found out Kofi was hurt.
0: I was being sarcastic.
1: Okay, I was going to say, please don't give WWE no credit here. They did all this. They said, WWE jumping on the bandwagon late, like always. Yes. So,
0: basically, if you remember, Kofi Mania back in 2019 happened because Mustafa Ali was injured. And Kofi um, stepped up to the plate and did such a great job in the gauntlet match, and then subsequently in the um, elimination chamber match, that they gave him the green light to like just you know go for it. Um, and we all love to play the what if game. So Mustafa was like, "Well, if you if I would have if you would have never taken the opportunity from me, I was ready. I was prepared because I think he was uh, healthy by elimination chamber, but the momentum momentum." Was gone for him because if if you no know. he
1: wasn't healthy by the chamber he literally got replaced for the time. he may have been healthy for mania yeah, or may have mania. been healthy there but he got replaced in the chamber which got his spot too because by the chamber is what won a lot of the crowd over because Kofi's performance in the chamber yeah. So, uh, but no, exactly. I see what you're saying. That That's the whole thing. Ali does not have a good argument at all. Does not, don't have a good argument. But he's a heel. So, he's a heel, a heel, of heel. So, we just let it go uh, because, you know, heels don't have to make good arguments. They can, you know, it makes them great heels. Makes them, make you almost want to root for him. We don't want to root for Ali here. So, he's doing a good job by <laughs> being completely wrong because there's not any, everybody knows if it was, if the roles were reversed, and if Kofi got injured, Ali would walk right in that match. And then Kofi, in his promo, made sure to highlight that 10 years earlier, Randy Orton literally punted him <laughs> in a before-elimination chamber match and took his opportunity. And it took Kofi 11 years to finally get the receipt back for that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm 100% on Kofi's side when he's like, you damn right I'm taking that. Of course, because everybody is. So anyway, yeah. That's besides that, that's what makes the story so great. Ali knows he's wrong, but he's still seeking four people on Xavier Woods, which is Kofi's you know, homeboy, which is, of course, uh homeboy new day. Now, I wish they had that quarterly rule they, that they popped up on SmackDown so Big E could have helped poor Xavier or something. Like, damn. But apparently it only worked one way, I guess. This week, because nobody on SmackDown decides to show up on Raw, you know what
0: they, they, they just know about show
1: it. you how bad Raw. is. They didn't know
0: about
1: Raw. It. Raw is so bad that the people on the show run to SmackDown for more appearances because mm-hmm. SmackDown is that good. That's what's going on. Anyway, uh, yeah, SmackDown didn't need to send anyone over to Raw though. They didn't need to send anyone over there. Nah, uh,
0: there there was enough.
1: But anyway, uh, yeah, so Xavier, of course, uh, has been taking an ass whooping from everybody in retribution. Every single member. I think he beat Sling. He uh, beat Slapjack. Finally beat Slapjack. I'm about to call him Sling Blade. That's a whole nother movie. Sorry. Uh, shout out to Billy Bob. Uh anyway. Shout out to Tanahashi. Wow. Fair. Good reference. Shout out to Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, whoever else took the movie. No, no,
0: no. They're not the original. It's fine. We don't care about them.
1: Who knows if Tom um, is the original? I'm pretty sure he is though. Anyway, he's so, he's so and if he ain't the original, nobody's done it more. We'll, anyway. we'll,
0: gush, we'll gush about Tana later.
1: Nobody's done it more. Yes, we will. We got a whole segment for it. Uh, but, yeah, love this angle. Love the promos between the two. I. This is what the meat and potatoes of my point that I want to make about the angle is that I would like this to also continue. You know, I, won't, I, won't, I would love this to actually make the WrestleMania card. But I don't know if – I know that's wishful thinking. I don't know – what their plans are. But, man, I think just because of the story, it can be a WrestleMania match in itself. Now, do I think the WWE will care enough for two guys that probably won't have a belt and oh, yeah. more so on the mid-card, undercard? I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's called the pre It would be nice. But see, no, that's not what I'm saying. The story don't deserve a pre-show. They might get it, you're right, and they'll kill it. But they'll regret putting that on the pre-show. Watch. Oh, they I will. guarantee it's the same thing what happened last time y'all put Ali on uh, the uh, at a major WrestleMania pre-show that I remember, I remember a lot of people talking about their cruiserweight title match, even after the awesome. show. Yeah, even after the show. But anyway, besides that, that's not the point. Uh, Ali and Kofi—that can be a money uh, feud slash, you know, multiple matches down the line. But I, I'm, I'm also not to—I'm not going to get my hopes up because you know WWE does not tend to focus on guys like Ali and Kofi uh, yeah. majorly. Anyway, so. <laughs> It is what it is.
0: They only believe in special singles matches when it benefits them.
1: Yeah, timely ones, and, you know, if it makes sense. And we'll see. Hopefully, uh, they still. Hopefully, whatever we get out of this, it actually pays off. But I think if, if you give it the time, how well this story is, and then you can really get Ali over as just a dirty – Ali should prevail, of course, in my version of this story. And, you know, you can really get him over and c- catapult him. You know, as a former WWE champion, whether you, you know, respect Kofi in that light or not, which you should, but, you know, I, I understand the way WWE books things. They don't really talk about him like he's a former champion, but it still should mean something. It's my exactly. point. But anyway, um, anyway. On, on to the next thing. Anyway,
0: um, again, promos can uh, help you and hurt you and uh, – the Hurt Business is taking that to a new level. They are hurting, well, not all of them. Um, Prime Alexander is uh, disrespecting everybody out here, and it's causing, like, some tension in the, in the group dynamics. Did you just say Prime? His name is Prime, Prime
1: Alexander. Prime Alexander. Yeah. I think I, I, I heard him say it before. I just, it, it caught me off guard at first, and I had to remember So go ahead. It's okay. It's fine. Prime <laughs> Alexander is not something you think to call him.
0: First, it, it, it isn't. I don't know. Uh, he's in his prime. I guess that's what it was. I
1: get it, yeah.
0: Um, first, it started um, when Cedric would tag himself into tag team matches with him and uh, Shelton and pick up the victory, which is all cool because, you know, they pick up the victory. Then he uh, he stopped winning, or, like, they, they started bickering essentially It started bickering then they lost a match and then it's been downhill since there so
1: and they, to be honest it wasn't going to work from that blind tag you just that's just one of the first signs the team is just not going to last uh they had this uh, opportunity with Matt Riddle in the Gauntlet match recently to uh, protect Bobby's belt uh you know pretty much and they they screwed that all the way up they just that's screwed true. it up and Bobby had to come lay uh Matt Riddle down but i just want to highlight how much of a highlight the hurt business is that one of my major things that I look forward to on Monday night, Rawls. One of the things that you, one of the only things I'm looking forward to seeing is what they're doing. So I want to put this out there now, and I'm just gonna leave it at this, and then we can move on to the next point. Especially since I can hear you scraping through my through my headphones. Not really? scraping. I can I hear you. Okay. For some reason, I hear, or maybe I'm just listening through my head. Listening yeah, through My
0: ears. Not covered.
1: All right, do it again. No. Go try see him point. I, I hear myself even clearer now, so hold on. Try it. Let me see something. I don't hear it. Oh, God. My ears was exposed. I'm sorry. The people didn't even hear your pencil from the beginning. Your pencil. Your pencil. Ew. yo. What was that? Who was that? The Hurt anyway, Business. Back to the Hurt Business. Sorry, you guys. Edit uh, some No. And then don't. I never edit things that need to be edited. <laughs> I never edit the things you're supposed to edit. Anyway, uh. Yeah, they're they're great together, and I'm just want to let this. I just want to let everybody know. I want to let WWE know. Please don't break this up before they get started. I just don't think that's what they deserve. Especially, uh, I mean, I, we can already see Cedric and said Ced, Cedric, Ced, Cedric and said Ced, Cedric and Sid. Ced, yeah. Whoever they, uh, if that was the case, he's arguing with himself. Cedric and Shelton are obviously not meant to last as together, or at least as presently constructed. They do not seem. To have uh, the best chemistry, uh, or at least the the best long lasting dynamic, they don't have that coming uh, the way it looks. Look like they will be the reason why this team implodes. MVP and Bobby seem to have everything up together. You know, Bobby
0: and Shelton. Don't like.
1: Of course, I agree. Shelton seems to be not the problem. Obviously, Cedric. He looks like obviously the problem. He looks like yeah, the clear problem. The problem. So. uh I just hope that the future of this game. I just hope they stick together and they keep going. I don't know how long that'll be intended for this run to be or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, I love the Hurt Business.
0: I I concur. I I particularly love them when r truth is involved because there is there is not a frown in the building. No matter how professional you are, there is not a frown in the building.
1: Well, that's just truth in gentlemen, especially when like, he do like he did the other day, and it, just, it seemed like on Raw the other day he was just trying to pop everyone.
0: Everybody, um, next up, we're talking about um things that should be a surprise but really aren't. Um, they announced that Edge will be returning at the Royal Rumble in the Royal Rumble match, and according to WWE backstage, because this is uh late, he will probably be number two. Meaning he has to outlast thirty competitors or twenty nine other competitors. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, <laughs> That's a down. No. Uh no. Uh well, I just wanna say that uh yeah. There you go. There's there goes a favorite too, by the way. Uh early in uh they gave it away on backstage. I don't know why they just didn't let us just see it. We would have saw Randy Orton's music hit first and then you would have saw Edge. Everyone would've been hyped just to start out the Royal Rumble. Leave it as a surprise. Why everything mm-hmm. gotta be spoiled? But whatever. Did you know who ended up being 30 for the women? While we're here, I guess. Even though we need to go through Raw Rumble, so we don't necessarily have to do it now, but it's all Tamina and Natalia. They threw that match together, I don't know. Was not Natty? Did Natty win like I expected? Or did Tamina pull it off? They
0: they don't
1: know. No one knows what happened.
0: It's not it's not there
1: yet. <laughs> Did, oh, so we just we are up. we still too early. Yes, we're still too early. Okay, so never mind. All right, you guys, you won't find that out on this podcast. But by the time you listen to this, by the time we do our review podcast, okay, it's Natty, it's we'll Natty. Woo. Okay, cool. So Natty won. Had right, to go to you.
0: Twitter. You know, that's how people get so, news.
1: Got you. So yes, Nat- Natalia will be number thirty, which I could have swore she was like number thirty last she year was, or for something else. She, something? Was, she was real close. Could have sworn something there. like that. It was something probably like, like twenty-eight. That. It, it, either way, it goes. Good for I believe. I don't necessarily think it will help her win, but who knows? The women's uh, Royal Rumble is actually wide open, and we'll get to our predictions later. So uh, that's cool. It's that wide and, open? Uh, I, th- I think so. I don't really know. Like, who do you think? Who has a Royal Rumble story? It's only one really person they focused on it, other than Charlotte. I concur. But so it's like it's really wide open. because like. circle back. Anybody could win it, even though I'm not saying I expect a lot of people to win it. So you know, we'll go back. Like you said, we'll get to it.
0: Yes. So speaking of edge, our number one entrant, Randy Orton, has been um having a uh, hot time lately. So as you may know if you've watched the product.
1: Ooh, hot time.
0: I know. I tried to be punny. I was gonna I was gonna say something else, but it didn't it didn't register. It's fine. Um Alexa Bliss. Uh aka Twisted Sister has thrown a fireball at Randy's face. I nose, cheek region. So he did a real creepy promo where he had a, a mask on that's completely not recommended for burn victims. Um we'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. And
1: he did not have a mask on uh, it was a by mask. the way that was up. Uh, he looked like he fit right in with retribution.
0: Yes, and then the following week he had, uh, well, this week, this past week, he had a uh, terrible makeup on where his his face was redder.
1: No, that was burns.
0: His face was redder. Like, that was burns. First of all, it's, it's been two weeks.
1: No, he got some very, very intrusive <laughs> damage. Dang.
0: It would have started to it would have started to uh heal like it'd be purple it wouldn't be as inflamed because the inflammatory process okay. is gone it's fine medical corner well well we'll return to that it's a lot of it's a lot of things that I want to poke holes into but I won't do that that's for another show
1: I just realized how long how high the sound is. okay there you go that's much better
0: <laughs> Into who <laughs> um so since Bray's been on hiatus slash the fiend has been on hiatus. Alex has been taking up as our resident priest.
1: That man is at home with Jojo.
0: <laughs> He's on hiatus. Why? Ain't,
1: ain't, ain't, isn't she? Is she pregnant? Or, she she, or had, did she already have she the already one? Or did the, the, I thought she was pregnant again? Good. Okay. I don't know. Two, oh, she's already had both. So he on maternity. Let him. Let that
0: man be with his kid. They didn't say that about Seth Rollins.
1: Ta-da-da. By the way, I think he may return tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I had that as a rumor. Thank you for spoiling it.
1: Oh. Well, it's just a easy it's an easy pick. He yeah, an easy pick.
0: Beck's might return. Becky is an
1: easy pick also. All
0: right, moving on. We're, Be- we're come on, that's here. not fair. We're she returns If
1: she returns, she wins, right? No. There's no way you put Becky in there to lose nobody. Anyway, I'm leaving it alone.
0: Randy Orton. RKO to Alexa Bliss in this big uh, title match against Oscar. We'll talk about how disappointed we are in WWE. You know, we can Oscar.
1: talk about that now. There's no point in waiting. There's no point in opposing it. Go ahead and go into it. Why are we mad about? What, what are um, we mad about? Or what are we frustrated with? Even though I'm not necessarily that frustrated. Oscar, Oscar,
0: care. Oscar seems to be afraid of. Alexa
1: Bliss, and that's, that's it doesn't make sense. We just, that's the only problem. It's really just the only problem that she's fearful, is that she's so fearful. I get it that uh, that Alexa is, uh, you know, I get the, I get it. The character is supposed to be... If this was Nikki Cross, I promise this would be compelling. This would be so compelling if, this, if the person in this situation was Nikki Cross. Because then it would make sense why you would want to be overly happy or overly nice to her. Alexa and Oscar are not that close. They never have been depicted as close. So why is she so, why, first of all, in the promo weeks back, why is she trying to be peaceful and be so happy with the girl who's obviously losing it a little bit, especially when she started to intimidate her and and not be nice to her. But anyway, the point is I'm not necessarily mad at it because I get what they're doing. And Oscar, by the way, you're doing a great job at doing what they're asking, which is play the the victim the more in in that role. She's playing that role to a T, doing it great, by the way. Like, she looks legit fearful. She looks like she comes out with good intentions, but, you know, whatever evil that's a ta- that has taken over Alexa scares her. She plays that perfectly. But is that anything like Con- Like the character Connor that, from the past who was a, a complete monster? And I'm not even, I don't have to go that far because now I understand people can be like, no, you're holding on to something that don't exist in the WWE universe. Cool. What about when she was in NXT? And she was, she was was she definitely wasn't afraid. You know, I understand that. I'm not saying she needs to be undefeated again or any of that. I'm just saying, being the threat that she is, she's she's the empress. Charlotte is not gonna be crying afraid of Alexa. She's gonna she's gonna chop her from the jump or something. She's gonna mm. jump on Alexa in that situation, even if Alexa is indestructible. You can do that. I don't. You can still do that. Just let Oscar keep fighting instead of having these bouts of fearfulness. That they've shown in every encounter. But anyway, that's besides the fact I'm 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 not too mad at that either. Because anytime it's showcasing a newer character, which Alexa is basically playing, like a new offshoot of her character, I can understand, you know, her being booked a certain way. But I do know how it looks for Oscar. And I do understand anyone who has a problem with that. Especially when let's just be honest, since Charlotte has came back, Oscar has Revered right back to non to a non focus. Charlotte's, we talked about Lacey and Charlotte angle first, mostly because just like just like on the last few Raws, or at least besides not this Raw because this Raw started with Drew, I think, and I just don't talk about the Oldberg stuff as much. I, I probably I don't have it written down for a reason. But before that, I think and then right after the Goldberg segment, I think it was time for Charlotte to go on. I think they've they've been in the same role where they're like the first match which is Lacey and Charlotte and Lacey Oscar uh, a few weeks back, Lacey, Charlotte, Oscar, and uh, Peyton Royce a few weeks back. So uh, they've been in the same early early Raw slot. So like we talked about it first because it seemed like the most important female angle on Raw. As a matter of fact, Oscar's angle is like not even a female angle. Her angle is to, to help Alexa. It's not even a, a women's rivalry. It's more so let's get this new character over. And while wow, Alexa's still doing her thing with the fiend and Randy, basically, Mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Because Oscar's not really the main focus. Oscar, the way this character, this new character depicted, this new corrupted fiend, Alexa, could destroy Oscar in seconds, basically. The way it's booked, yeah,
0: and we, and that's just
1: not consistent with anything else they she's been presented as. Yeah, and we've um.
0: We've said um, that both the fiend and the fiend version of Alexa do not need a championship to validate their character. Right. Um. But it, her going after the the raw women's title is just it. It doesn't. First of all, it doesn't fit your creepy character and your motive. Of, like, because basically it seems like she's biding her time until the Fiend gets back. She keeps saying how she misses him and, like, she can't wait till he comes back and this, that, and other. uh But But how do you have that as your only motive? But then at the same time, you know, I want the Raw Women's title too.
1: Well, it's the same problem they have with the Fiend character because the Fiend would say things like what he wanted to do, and then at the same time, he, his focus would be whoever the champion was. And he won't with the champion hold. So I don't know. That's just how they how they how they want to do that right now. But I don't, like again, she can fight for, it, especially since she didn't win it. You know, Randy saved the day, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, Oscar's belt is not on the line, so Oscar's reign continues, which is cool. But you know, I really think they could have done more with Oscar in this period that she's had the belt. I know that it seems like her reign is probably coming to an end for the most part. Most likely, she won't make it out of out of Mania. If she makes it to Mania as champ, so uh, you know, I think it's been a, it has been a lengthy and impressive because she's held taxing titles twice and you know won this belt twice a so, lot. Like, she's been a long year uh, since you know long time, and that's why another reason why I think it'll be perfect for Becky to come back when Royal Rumble. You know, I'm not uh, again not my pick, but you know, continuity there. Let Oscar still be the champion. You almost can pick up right where you left off of Bex if you want, you know. And, and they can actually have a match this time. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, besides that, I, I just wanted to make sure that we talked about uh, that. Uh, I know what when viral was Randy, Arkano and Alexa. Love the picture that Naya reposted of someone having all the females' heads on the wall with Randy. Orton. I know that sounds a certain way, but Randy his RKO a lot of uh, legendary women over the years.
0: Yeah, he he's knocked you know, some
1: heads off. So, yeah, that was a nice nice little moment. Uh, but yeah, the whole story there, I don't understand. Randy, by the way, has been busy. He's gonna. By the way, Randy is going to be very very busy at Sunday. And you know, the only reason why I can say this because I'm not saying the fiend will be in the raw room, but I know the fiend got to mess with him some way, right? Sunday, and then we know Edge is going to be there. So, you got
0: a Man. lot of enemies
1: but that's what happened when you're good here
0: um we're gonna to skip to Wednesday um first we're gonna talk about NXt and just basically give you an update of what's going on so at NXt right now they're doing the dusty cups men's dusty cup women's dusty cup
1: yeah we're just gonna focus that for the most part because yeah. everybody's angle seem to be all anybody who's doing anything seem to be connected to that other than the whole uh you know the brand, I guess, if you still want to call them that, and Undisputed Era slash Finn Balor thing. Uh, but other than that, we could just focus on what's going on in these tournaments. Yep.
0: So, current, uh, currently the the matchups are UE, which is Roderick Strong and uh, Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa and Tim Thatcher. Um, MSK versus Grizzle Young Veterans. Yeah. And then Lucha House Party versus Ilogaro del Fantasma.
1: And uh whoever wins out of that match faces who? Hmm? Who wins out whoever wins out of the Lucha House Party match faces?
0: They face um the
1: vets or Yeah, the face? Vets in MSK. Okay. All right. Whoever
0: wins out of that. So basically, the men's bracket is rounded out.
1: Maybe Lucha, maybe Lucha House Party, but I don't know. Let's see. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, basically the men's bracket is rounded out. Um, women's, you've got in the semifinals Casey and Kaden versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Mm, that's gonna be tough.
0: Um, Candice <laughs> and Indy will face any, the, whoever wins out of Shotzi and Ember versus Marina and Zoe Starks? Yeah. Um, it seems like it might be Shotzi and Ember, but you don't want to assume.
1: No, but I think it's safe. It's safe. I think they'll end up fighting Candace, and then, like, you, we have, you know, we still have Raquel and I, I I when I said uh that's gonna be tough I meant tough for KC and Caden that's what I mean not not as a tough choice because <laughs> Raquel seems like no one is gonna stop her I oh,
0: know so. she's gonna throw some bodies
1: uh, yeah uh so as we get close to the finals I can't wait to just uh, predict both finals because as far as the matches we just know we're gonna get great tag action I think the matches uh with Leon Ruff and Kushida this past week and uh. No, even Killian Dane and uh, Drake Maverick's match that they lost, uh, you know, I think that was against MSK, right? So yes. you know, that was really cool. Uh so uh the vet the young Grizzle Young Veterans are my picks, if in case you guys uh did not listen to the Dub and R uh, podcast, they are my picks to win it. And uh yeah, so I'm sticking with that and I can't wait to see what goes on. In the women's, uh, I, I I don't know. I can't bet against Raquel, so I'm going with Dakota Kai and Raquel there also. So uh, let's let's just see what happens. We got a couple weeks, I think, until everything comes to a head. So we'll see.
0: I agree, and let me just go back real quick to clarify. So UE versus uh, Champion Thatcher, whoever wins against that match next week will go on to face uh, Grizzle Young Vets, and then whoever wins out of Legardo. Del Fantasman, uh, Lucha House Party will go on to fight MSK.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so cool. Glad we got that figured out. Uh, now that I know that, I think I think Raul Mendoza and the crew will definitely take that match if they're going against MSK. MSK uh, seem like more babyface, and then Vets on the other side. I would like to see Thatcher and uh, Ciampa win. It would just be nice. I love the way I love their promo, man. They seem like a very scary tandem, nigga. Uh, but uh, the error is hard to bet against, also. So, you know, it's tough. I can't wait to see what happens. And uh, yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, the Dusty Cup always is uh, entertaining. So I'm happy that they did the, the ladies one because, again, I've been saying, and I'll repeat it one more time one of the best, if not the best roster, uh, especially ladies roster in the world, is in NXT. And the Dusty Classic is another example of it.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, then we move on same same day, still Wednesday, to AEW Dynamite. Um, basically, AEW has a lot of stuff on the horizon. So one of the shows, well, um, Beach Break, is a two day event um, next Wednesday and a Wednesday after that. Next Wednesday, they have a tag team battle royal. And let me just list off the uh, participants in that. And you can give me your thoughts and opinions about who you think is going to win. Um, so there's Top Flight. There's Private Partey, Jurassic Express, F- like everybody. FTR, Sammy Hager, uh, The Acclaimed, Jericho yeah. and MJF, Stu and Uno, uh, Young Bucks and say, the Santana are in there too. and Ortiz. So, yeah,
1: it feels like everyone because the Bucks are even in there. And I think what happens is the champions will be able to choose who they will face at the pay-per-view if they win. Uh, so exciting stuff, exciting stuff they're putting up, most of the tag teams. Uh, part of me wants to just go with MJF and Jericho, but part of me also feels like that's a little too soon. Uh, I have not a, real, uh, a clear clue, honestly. It's really up in the air, but MJF and Jericho were my favorites. So I'm going to just stick with them, but I, I, maybe it's too soon. Maybe it's too soon for them to get it, so I wouldn't be mad if anybody else got it. But that was the only team I can think of to where maybe they could do something now. Private I'm party. I'm trying to think. Uh no, because Private Party got their own thing going on. Uh right now. Yeah, they just uh, turned with they the just uh, turned. with the good brothers and stuff. And yeah, exactly. And they're pro- in the process.
0: Santana Turner, Ortiz.
1: But just be fine. And yes, I always would pick them to get a shot, but I just don't know. Especially uh I saw Jericho and MJF in the graphic. So I don't know. So if they're in there, it's hard for me to pick Ortiz over them. But Definitely, Ortiz and Santana is another great pick. Can't go wrong there. Uh, I don't know, man. In it, uh, that's one thing I give AEW about their tag division. It's it's so. First of all, the Bucks have probably feel like I feel like the Bucks have fought everyone at some point in time now. So mm-hmm. it's just up in the air. It's like I can't think of anything that's on the horizon. They haven't really teased anything in particular with any particular team other than like what they're doing with the Good Brothers and and Kenny. So. Uh we'll see.
0: Yeah. Other uh notable uh matches on that card are Kenny and the good brothers brothers versus John Moxley, Pac and Ray Phoenix. It's gonna be a
1: great match. Can't wait to see that. See how Moxley teams up with Pac. And Pac gave a great promo on that, uh, you know, going into Kenny, you know, kinda get, you know, giving a great promo. Uh, love the energy there, so I can't wait to see what they uh, what they do with that. I'm expecting the baby faces to win, also. It's, I I don't really see my, Moxie don't lose much, uh. So I, I'm just trying to pick which good brother to take the pin. So probably Carl, but I could be wrong. Maybe Kenny uh, and the crew still find a way to pull it off and they pin like Ray Phoenix. Those are my two outcomes on top of my head. But let's go.
0: And Brett Baker versus Thunder Rosa.
1: Oh yeah, they, they built some more heat to that after uh you know Britt Breaker got her victory over Shanna uh with her uh what the, is it the lockjaw? Can I just call it that or is it something else? Does she call it something else? I think it's something else they call it's it. It's definitely something, something else. Something like so that. But know, anyways, the, the thing is. when she stick her hair in your mouth, basically. <laughs> the mandible claw, but much more painful looking. Uh you know, and she hits you with that and uh you know, here comes Thunder Rosa to make the save because she, of course, takes her liberties as Brit Breakers tend to do. Wait, to, you know, even, even after you ring the bell a billion times, she's gonna keep holding the hole like a good heel. Uh, but yeah, uh, they've been building the heat for that, and I don't know who's gonna. I have no clue who's gonna win that one. It'd be nice for Thunder Rosa, but Brit is Brit, and Brit needs to win one of these uh, feuds that she picked on because she picked on Swerve for months and just lost. Swole. Oh yeah, that's what swerve, swole. That's why you see, you see what's going on. I, at least that was close, man. At least that's close. They do that all the time. They've been confusing me. I've get, I've gotten confused before, just off names with them, yeah, swerve and swole. Just I it happens. It. it happens.
0: Um, taking a hop, skipping a jump to Friday. Uh, we will talk about everything that's going on on SmackDown. Um. Shinsuke and Cesaro
1: Okay, we're not talking about everything. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go ahead.
0: Important things. Shinsuke and Cesaro are not a team anymore. It looks like, or it's been looking like for the past couple of weeks that Shinsuke is now babyface. Changed his music back. Um Cesaro's out here shooting the guns. That is that is his shoulders. Um Cesaro picked uh Sami Zayn's side. Shinsuke picks Daniel Bryan's side. It's I know there are no friends in the Royal Rumble, but these people are no longer friends.
1: Yeah, and more so besides that, I I, I that's why you know, I didn't want to even comment on necessarily their personal thing because I have no clue what's going on here. I'm I'm sh- just as shocked as anyone else that Shinsuke and Cesaro are finally getting focused on individually, at least fleshing out their characters more and. Letting Shinsuke uh, uh, talk and letting Shinsuke move along, calling him the king of strong style again. Letting Cesaro have one-on-one matches, showcasing, letting him do his swing once again uh, to remind us just how good Cesaro can be, even though, honestly, I don't see how anyone could have forgotten that has gotten a chance to watch him ever, by the way, because Cesaro is good every time I've ever seen him. Uh, So... I just I, I can't put too much stock into it. This could all just be let's build heat for our Royal Rumble. Let's make people feel like everyone has a shot. So let's build up Cesaro. Let's build up Shinsuke. Let's build up all these people just so they can get throughout out by someone that we deem worthy. Like and, you know in the, you know exactly Braun Strowman. Not even him because he's not gonna win it. I I def I promise I promise you I'd be surprised. We all will be shocked if Braun Strowman win the match. He's not going to win it. But he definitely can throw out everyone. that I, he just, Everybody that you like, he definitely can throw them all out. So, uh, anyway, besides that, so, you know, I just want to focus on, since I don't know how long-term it is, I just want to focus on how great it is to see them both on the rise in importance. Shinsuke doing anything with Roman, even if it is, uh, even if he didn't get a chance to really, you know, do any physical with Roman. The fact that he's talking about wanting the world title and challenging Roman Reigns. Man, that's just so good. To, to, and it's sad that I gotta be happy just about him being involved. But that just, you know, that's a perfect explanation for both of them because Cesaro and Cesaro are usually not involved. So it's great that they're finally involved. Uh, So, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm really, I really am happy. And I just hope that this is not just a Royal Rumble thing. And they're both on the trajectory, not that they're just gonna have both be world champions or any of that. Just that they're doing something important and, and it makes sense. And they're not just floating around backstage as you literally put it word for word, uh when Sami Zayn was talking to uh Shinsuke on SmackDown. Anyway, love to see those guys shine.
0: I agree. And speaking of uh the head of the table, the universal champion Roman Reigns and um all of his uh clout flexing. Basically, he is in charge of SmackDown, whatever he says goes. And anybody that dares to question his authority or disrespect him and his team.
1: He got a WWE official just a week off to cool off. He 11. literally just got Aaron Pierce removed <laughs> for this last show. He's okay, lucky
0: so. uh, more than happened. happen. So just brief recap of what happened. They had a gauntlet match. Um, Roman felt disrespected. He made Adam Pearce enter the match, or he pulled some strings so that Adam could be entered into the match. Um, He facilitated Adam Pearce's win. Um, But, you know, Adam Pearce always two steps ahead of the head of the table, so he thought. Um, Feigned an injury. Card is subject to change. Kevin Owens gets um, booked in his place. Now, he... uh, Ends up in a match with Paul Heyman because he don't know when to he don't know when to walk away. It's sad, and uh, then gets beat down. So that's why that's why we have him um, taking a bit of a sabbatical for a week. <sighs> Basically, this is a very roundabout way to, for us to get Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, and I'm not gonna say I was disappointed in it. It was quite hilarious. Like anything Roman does, I, I'm sure you agree where did Jay go but anything that Roman does lately has been hilarious because he knows he's a hypocrite and he doesn't matter
1: yeah he's he's a great heel he's been he's been as a, as the way I put it perfectly disrespectful like it's just a perfect version of disrespect he disrespects these guys the entire roster Weekly, but especially Kevin Owens, especially anyone he's had a problem with, Jay Uso. Hell, hell he disrespects all. He disrespects any, and I, that's the thing. I like the fact that he treats everyone like they should worship the ground he walks on. And if you don't worship the ground he walks on, he calls you out on it, and I love that about his character. I like that. Owens and Rain, by the way, this whole entire feud, I don't like the fact that I'm not hearing bunch of, a bunch of love. This is a particular feud. This, this particular feud is a feud of the year, Type of thing, even though I understand it's early in this year, and, it, and you know it will be continuing from last year. So I'm not saying it's going to ever get the credit for it, but it's that part of the angle was great when mm-hmm. it was just Kevin fighting for his heart. I mean, fighting for his life, and uh, Jay Uso would just be there to stab him in the back every time. Even though it wasn't like he was dependent on Jay, it's just that Jay was always there to help Roman, and that's the that's what Kevin is continually remind Roman of. And also, like that match was great. The match they had on SmackDown, they ended up with uh, Kevin destroying Jay and then Roman saving and throwing Kevin through a table and all that. Like, all these moments that they've had, everything they've done together has been great. And the fact that they had this very, very personal promo exchange was also very, very well done. I loved how deep, that not only did Kevin Owens, when he introduced his grandfather last week into the story, they brought his father and his grandfathers back into the story here. Very family-oriented, you know, attacks. That's the one thing I really would like to see. I would like to see just how family-oriented all of Roman Reigns' future feuds will be because they play into his character, Perfectly, he can disrespect your family because everything about fa- everything Roman is is about his family. If you let him tell it, so it is perfect. Roman is has been done doing a really really good job, and I agree a hundred percent. He Larry, yes, I literally have to pull you and call you every second to let you hear what Roman is saying because it that's just how great he is, and he's like I said, the definition of compelling television, and both men. Have been killing it with, by the way, great performances by Adam Pearce and Paul Heyman and Jay Uso along the way.
0: I agree. Couldn't have said it better myself. So we're gonna take a brief um, detour from the U.S. continent. We'll we'll swerve right back. Um, but let's let's go to Japan for a hot second. So New Japan um, after their Tokyo Dome show and their uh, New Year's Dash show. They go on what's called a roll to the road to the new beginning, um, pay per view,
1: which is their tour. Basically. Yes, basically, yep, they tour and they preview what's coming up, which by the way, this is February the 11th and February 10th will be the actual new beginning shows where the double belts will be on the line and Hiromu will be defending his junior heavyweight championship in the main event on the 10th, and I think Bushi and Sonata will go head to head on the 11th. So, uh, you know, uh, these these this is also a road to show the one that they had this morning, where a title changed, But also, they've been having road to shows since like uh, January the 11th, I think. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Um.
0: So, in 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 the show, they basically in the road to shows, they basically preview rivalries, um, that they're gonna have for the next pay per view yeah, or the next couple of months. Big
1: matches. Yeah. Uh,
0: things like that. So basically. The big ones that name out, that the big ones that stand out, is uh, Sho is going to be facing Hiromu for the IWGP Junior title. Um, Sonata is challenging our double champ, Kota Ibushi. Tana has got some smoke going currently <laughs> with Shingo um, over the Never title. And, well... Some stuff that wrapped up today. Uh, Will Ospreay and Kojima and the great Ocon and uh, her
1: Um,
0: So, a, lot, a lot's been going on. Bullet Club has been um, sprinkled in the mix. He has been cheating.
1: Nope. No proof of that, by the way. She has no proof of that. No one has any proof of that. Yes. And, by the way, congratulations to this new Super Junior Tag Team champion. Yes. ELP.
0: ELP and um Taiji Ishimori. Taiji Ishimori uh dethroned Kanemaru through no
1: deviance even though every referee got knocked out.
0: Through deviance. You don't you don't kick a ref in the chest and then he has to be uh carted away. You don't kick a ref in he the face. He got the strongest
1: super kick in the world, T.C.
0: Because he's cheating. ELP has this. We won't talk about this. We won't talk
1: about this. Strongest super kick in the world.
0: We can, we can. It's it's strong, all right, because he's cheating.
1: Okay, whatever. New champs.
0: So <sighs> sweet. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm an I'm a, I'm a Tanahashier. I don't know if that's a word. I'm a I'm a Tanahashi. That's
1: what's trash. It? I don't know what's going on. I'm an on. Acer.
0: What's his What's his fan base? It,
1: it doesn't matter. You just love him. He loves everyone. Love him. Your lover. I don't know.
0: Love him. Oh, I'm a lover. Um, follow him on Instagram. Like I, I laugh so hard. But I'm also I also get motivated because if that forty something year old man can look like that, then, you know, his hair is really nice. Moving on. Um, like I said, him and Shingo like
1: a weird stan. creep.
0: Nah, that's that's mild compared his to really how nice. I feel about Sonata, okay. Let's stop. Movement. All right,
1: we can just we can chill. Okay, go ahead, keep going. Let's get to the let's get to it now. All right, all right,
0: all right. Congratulations Damn to it. the new never open weight champion
1: Tanahashi. Yeah, Tanahashi defeated. No, give Shingo. give him the claps. No, Tanahashi, he's won Which like a billion titles. He's won a billion titles. I'm not giving him no extra pot because he got lucky. Because Shingo gonna get his one more back, he, and Shingo will retain. Shingo lost it; he belt.
0: can't retain. He's gonna retain it. He's going to take
1: it. He's again. Going to retain
0: it. Yes. Oh, re-obtain it. Retain it. Okay.
1: Re-obtain it. Tanahashi. Tana wins.
0: Be Tana Hashi wins with love.
1: Okay. Anyway, besides the fact <laughs> it was a hell of a match, Shingo dropped him on his head. You know he should have did it again. He probably won. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Okay, that's messed up. I don't want him to really get hurt. I was just being petty about the fact that I wanted Shingo to win. anyway. Besides that, they killed it, and you ain't gonna do nothing but earn Shingo's uh respect after a match like that. Y'all go. I don't know how long they went, it didn't matter because it was just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Speaking of that, they had a t- the, in their preview match, they did a 30 minute draw. The three matches, I think that's what you were trying to set up, but somehow you got us here. Instead of setting up the actual tag match that I want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I
0: remember. I remember. Anyway,
1: it was, anu- it was the point was we talked about the Road to Show because we on the 25th, the last Road to Show to t- before Tanahashi and Shingo's title match, they had an absolute classic uh, six man match that I would recommend everybody go check out. You know, you figure you go go to the Road Show and watch the, the January 25th show. And uh, it, it was great. It was a really, really great great uh, match that ended in a draw. I know I just spoiled it for you, but that's what I'm saying. That's how good it is that it don't matter that you know it's going to end in a draw. Like once they break down, it, they had no business to be going as hard as they went. It's just a preview show like we just said, yeah. and they still did it. So like, that just shows you what you can get on any, and any given show you watch in New Japan. They, uh, they'll they tr- you know, pull out all the stops in any given show, even when you don't expect it. Uh, but uh, yeah congratulations to tanahashi man they, he fought a hell of a match I, I as much as I, I'm an liJ mark I am not mad at tanahashi winning that title he he fits the belt uh perfectly especially with the catchphrase of him never getting tired and him never giving up so he's gotta win the never title <laughs> never gonna retire even though he said the belt is not a goal of him who only tanahashi by the way OG God status can win a title without it even being his goal but anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially when Okada's over here going crazy.
1: We have no proof of that. You're just saying that. Okada is still winning, and Evil is pussing out. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. What's up, Evil? Why you ain't accepting this mad challenge? I be talking mad spicy about Evil. Evil will never give me Turncoat. that. Uh He'll never give me the interview. No, no, never, never. i mean L.I.J. mark, though, so it's cool. Uh, once upon a time,
0: man. Once upon a time. Um...
1: And I got another title. We don't got another title change.
0: No, we talked about the uh the oh,
1: cheater. I could have sworn it was three. Okay, no, I put three things and we talked about three things. So yeah, cool. Yeah. No cheating, by the way. No cheating. He's a cheater. Watch that match. You'll see how to win a title.
0: It's something in his <laughs> shoe. It may not be a brass knuckle, but it's a lead pipe. Kick
1: trees all pandemic. ELP so... kicked trees and now he has the strongest super kick in Stop. the world. Stop.
0: Stop pushing his false narrative. Anyway, let's get to and the, he's great
1: at commentary.
0: Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Um, you would think that fifty three minutes in we would not be at the meat and potatoes, but this
1: we're ain't here. The meat. This is not. I'm not we're gonna let you lie. I'm not gonna let you lie. No, you can talk about. it. You're not gonna lie to the public. This is not the meat because I am the least. It's only two things I care about, and they're raw rumble matches, and maybe Sasha, bro. I'm
0: trying to I'm trying to hype this segment and you just you just you just shat on Screw the
1: Royal Rumble anyway.
0: <sighs> okay, we're gonna predict what's happening at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So, in no particular order. Um, rapid fire, don't explain. We'll come back and explain later. Just give me your take. Oh, all I right? forgot we we're
1: gonna be watching this on Peacock.
0: No. It doesn't start till March.
1: Does it? I could mm-hmm. out somebody saying February first. I don't know anymore.
0: Oh, the Rumble's not February. First,
1: yeah, no, though. so it don't matter. But I'm just saying.
0: All right. First who up. Cares? Who do you have for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match? Okay, Sasha so Banks, did. current champion versus Carmella.
1: See, I didn't even know y'all was having a match. Uh, it, it, Sasha better win. That's all I got to say, about it. I ain't got no I ain't got nothing really to add for it's you. Rapid it's it Rapid Fire. It's Rapid Fire. What 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 do you have? What, what 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 argument can you make for Carmella?
0: Next up, we've got the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. It is not Rapid Fire. This is Match. Oscar and Charlotte Flair, who are the current champions, versus Shayna Baszler and Nia, who were the former champions. They're in for their rematch. Who you got?
1: Yeah, don't ever say rapid fire. when We're talking about wrestling. You gotta explain stuff to people. We're gonna circle back. Oh, oh. Well, then who else? The champs.
0: I disagree, but we'll come back. Um, the what Universal. on the
1: belt for they the just lost
0: it. The Universal Championship Last Man Standing match. Roman Reigns, current champion, versus Kevin Owens.
1: Roman Reigns.
0: I concur. WWE <laughs> championship match. Drew McIntyre versus Okay, Drew, Oldenburg. let's go.
1: This just Drew, Drew. All
0: right, so why do you not you like Camilla? Rapping. Why do you not like Camilla? I ain't
1: got nothing I mean, against Camilla. You don't, you don't she like, like Camilla She, she her a,
0: uh, sommelier?
1: She's she not going to be Sasha. It's just simple. She, not, she don't deserve to be Sasha. Leave it Anytime at Every time she's
0: won the title, she's had a sommelier. That's just, just some food for thought. I'm not picking her, but just uh, some food, food for, for thought.
1: Food for thought, this. Don't compare him to James Ellsworth.
0: Why? Because It ain't good circuit. for
1: now, one of them. Uh, I don't think now, one of them want to be compared to each other. But I don't know. Maybe James Ellsworth would like to do what Reginald can do acrobatics. Uh. Shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, why did you pick Oscar and Charlotte?
1: I just don't see I hate dumbass booking, that's why. Because I my whole argument is you don't give them the belts in the first place, you're just gonna give it right back.
0: But both What honestly, what
1: story did you advance by giving them the belts, then? What Charlotte, what did you do? Charlotte what what happened? Who accomplished anything? Charlotte's
0: a grand slam.
1: So yeah, make that mean something. So make their ass retain. <laughs> exactly. If, you if, think if, about it, if the Grand Slam is supposed to be so meaningful, let her reign with the tag team title actually mean something.
0: If you think about it logistically, though, they have their own separate agendas currently on Monday Night Raw. Like, they're not acting as a team until they are required to do so.
1: All I'm saying is, all right, if you can answer this question with a different answer other than Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, then I agree with you. Okay. Who did Oscar and Charlotte beat for the tag team title? Okay. Um,
0: Mandy and and Dana had a title match and they, they lost. I'm pretty sure the Riot Squad on, on SmackDown had one. Who did
1: they, they beat for to take oh, the belts?
0: I thought, like, they defended it twice, though.
1: I don't care about that. Who did they beat to take the belt? Shayna and Naya. Thank you. So that's why I'm saying, until that changes, I don't want to see no 50 50 bookings. Leave me the hell alone by 50 50 bookings. I'm sick of y'all with it. Y'all be doing this forever. No. I'm picking
0: Shannon Knight.
1: Good. For, okay. That's
0: fine. All right. You picking you picking Roman versus KO. Explain.
1: I want Kevin on to win. It'd be a nice store. just Roman is going to win. I think that's just inevitable. There's nothing that Kevin can do. At the end of the day, he'll probably go down fighting and we would say, God damn it, man, what a what a you know what a what a effort, Kevin. But you know, I don't think he'll win it.
0: Okay, I I agree. Roman's got too many um strings that he can pull, um, and it's a last man standing match, so it it can definitely go his way. Um, we don't even need to discuss the the Drew McIntyre one, cause, cause just yeah, we don't need to discuss it. Um, who are you picking for the women's Royal Rumble match?
1: Nobody. When you say it like that, uh, uh yeah, I don't know why you said it in that way. Through your hands and everything. Anyway, no one can see me. I saw it. And it was extra. But anyway, uh, back something. to the back to the action. We cannot do this without giving some in, insight into the WWE oh, yeah, title that. match. That's, that's why and remember. so here it goes. Oh. Here goes my insight. Goldberg is probably going to win, but I'm going to tell myself today, tomorrow, until it happens. That Drew is going to win. That's all I that's my own that's the only thing I gotta about that. Oh, angle and take. Is it
0: no one no Goldberg is
1: probably gonna win.
0: No one should But I'm gonna be in
1: denial until it happens.
0: No one should pick a fifty year old fifty year old past his prime um attention seeking uh unpopular choice option that is Bill Goldberg. I'm saying, when did
1: you did you think Vincent Kennedy McMahon care about popular
0: over a prime, spunky, charismatic, um, agile, athletic?
1: Vince no don't care about prime. I mean.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, but I'm just I'm throwing adjectives out there. I was trying to I was trying to be nice. You trying? You trying?
1: Bianca Belair gonna win my female war rumble. That's it. That's that's my pick. Uh-huh. Uh Why? Uh, she's the only woman um that that won't be a surprise to us because I can't account for the whole entire Raw Rumble, but she's the only woman that I can think of that won't be a surprise to us that actually have a an uh a story that you can tell that they've been telling pre-Raw or even putting her over on SmackDown for a while now, and it'll be it'll be a nice touch. It'd be, you know, it would it could it be too early possibly. And, you know, maybe that's why she'll probably win the Royal Rumble and fall to Sasha maybe or something. I'm not saying this will, will happen. I don't know. But I'm just saying I can't think of anyone else and uh, other than a returning Becky Lynch, and that's like the cheat code. I don't want anybody to tell me anything about they pick Becky Lynch to win this. All right, if she shows up, yes. I don't see any reason why Becky shouldn't win it. But, yeah. Uh, so, I just don't see anyone else. Um, Charlotte. May definitely is always up there but I just don't understand why you would do that.
0: I'm going to go for something far-fetched and completely unconfirmed. Finally,
1: thank you. Take us to the next level. Take this podcast to the next
0: level. I'm going with Beth Phoenix. She's been training all 2020. She's been talking on her Instagram about how That's she's going to go out there and take events, uh, take take, take it, risks. Take, take it risks. Vince. Oh. Take risks.
1: Okay, there
0: you go. Um, and follow her passions and follow her dreams. I feel like she really wants to come back and um, compete against this current roster and possibly get a title reign.
1: So you mean we're going to we could have Bev and Edge back? Yes. Well, if they both win, Oh, it's going to be so cheesy. Oh,
0: don't the you, love.
1: You're going to do the confetti with them hugging it then? <laughs> bring out the kids, the little girl. Don't,
0: don't bring up the kids. No? No.
1: They probably would.
0: Um, That's my pick. I'm always excited to see my girl, Naomi. Naomi, however you want to say it. Um, do some, some, some wild stuff. We'll see how Nobody she... meaning it to
1: Mina. Wow, no pop. Just like, That's not her catchphrase,
0: no Also, so is Mina not gonna be in the match? She didn't get secure number 30.
1: <laughs> nah, but... they need body. She still be there. <laughs> she gonna be 29? She'll pop up. Is she'll that a consolation up. prize? She'll pop, she'll pop nah.
0: up. You'll be 29. She'll
1: be like 18 or <laughs> some shit. she pop up. Uh, Let's go to the last match, to the,
0: Let's talk about the men's We actually got this done Royal. quicker than
1: I thought, let's believe talk it or not.
0: Let's predict the winner of the men's Royal Rumble match.
1: So much spunk. You would think this show is tomorrow or something.
0: Bro, it's like 10 o'clock at night somewhere.
1: Do you got? Oh, you asked me who I got. Uh, <laughs> Edge easily at first. Edge was my first pick immediately, and then some. Some. Some updates went through my screen, and I was on Twitter, and I saw that these fools on backstage spoiled the beginning of the match. So uh, now Edge and Randy Orton will be in the top two, and now I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. He already older. His bump card is a little bit shorter. He got he got a little bit less numbers on his bark card. He got a little less space. Like everybody got a bump card, and his is pretty full. Like he only got a little left. But so they like, they
0: extended it. They they extended
1: it. They the gave him a little bit more of a card. But he ain't supposed to be wrestling for an hour. That's and that's what happened when you. <laughs> I don't know if he needs to be coming back for an hour, even though it is a battle royal and he did good last he year. Did, did. So I'm talking miss. I know Edge will be fine, or he should be fine, and I hope he will be fine. But I'm just saying, I don't know if he'll be able to go all the way from number two and win. That's that's a lot to ask. But man, I really do a think lot of pressure. I really do think he can do it. Uh, who I would like also Dream. Man, it'd be nice if Shinsuke could do it with that nice promo he gave. But I. He just won in twenty eighteen. I don't. I don't see them giving him two this quick. So we can we can drop him. And last but not least, but I don't want y'all to sleep. And I've been telling you for a while. I love the hurt business, and it's because the CEO, big Bob. man Bob, deserve it. I don't care what nobody said. He deserve it. Like this should be his right now. Who who more dominant than Bob? Who deserve? Who can win the Raw And You'd be like, you know what? He can beat Drew straight up. He Damn, so sure can be Goldberg, and if they book Bobby to lose to Goldberg, I will screw Peacock. Screw Look my Peacock, care about Peacock.
0: Okay, lucky it's five dollars again. Trying to anyway. elevate again, trying to elevate this podcast.
1: All right, all right, all right. anyway, though. Yeah, love, <laughs> shout out to Bob, that's my third, that's my guy. You know, hopefully, if Bobby can win it, man, it will be nice, but um, you know, I'm not getting my hopes too, hopes too high. Who is your who? You say you going? You trying to take it to the next level. Who left here? you? Who else? Who left? Who Daniel can you
0: Bryan.
1: Doing? That ain't that little field. It's, it's
0: not. It's You don't have a boo. Have a boo. <laughs> now he has. He has the perfect. Boo. He has the perfect story. He should have won many, many a moon ago.
1: Yeah, he's he the only did. one who got a raw on my angle, but I. Just,
0: Really? Also, follow up, Jeffrey Nero Hardy.
1: Wow, you were going in your, you really just so basically somebody old and win this world room no matter what to you.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be some shocking. I stuff. I can't
1: talk. I think Bobby, he right? just boarding. definitely old. Bobby old. So I'm shut Shit's up. Getting old too. I'm shut up. Everybody old. So yeah, I'm right. Uh, old. Oh, that's that's the one thing. Leave this podcast knowing one thing, you guys an old person is going to win the male's Royal Rumble. And an old person is probably going to win the Universal's. I mean, the uh, the WWE title. Yeah. Old people.